When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you so much indeed for your company. Lots to talk about. And, um, well, I think things to celebrate. Yes, yes, Brexit, still something to celebrate. Although uh, probably not for those working at the IMF who've been uh, angry at us ever since. Hello, Christine Lagarde, if you're watching. Unlikely, I realise, but nevertheless. Uh, but uh, we are, of course, seeing this really damning uh, report from the uh, uh, the IMF today, uh, which is uh, suggesting that, well, things are going very, very badly indeed uh, with the UK economy. Uh, the UK economy is going to fare worse than any other country in the developed world this year, including Russia, bearing in mind we've got major economic sanctions on Russia uh, at the current time. Uh, this is going to be uh, happening, seeing a contraction of 0.6% in 2023, despite the fact that all the other major economies are not expected to contract and are expected to grow. Um, however, um, it is it is important to point out that the IMF forecasts are nearly always wrong. I mean, they just are. It is a simple matter of fact. And actually, uh, UK has actually outperformed pretty much every IMF forecast. However, it's, um, yeah, it, it's not a good morning to wake up to for the Prime Minister or the Chancellor. And it's certainly also their predictions for 2024 uh, not looking very good at all either. 0.6% contraction this year and not only 0.9% growth in 2024. Of course, that's the year we're expected to see the next general election. Well, we're going to be talking to uh, top economic analysts about that and politicians throughout the show. First up, though, let's talk to Conservative commentator Benedict Spence. Are you are you a top economic or political analyst? I'm trying to decide whether... How, whether which box I'll put you into. I mean, I'm not going to get into what my A-level economics <laughs> was. I don't think that anybody wants to hear that uh, on air. So uh, let's go political uh, because I struggle to count. Because <laughs> the politics of this does matter. Look, we uh, one of the key things to remember with forecasts is forecasts are always wrong. I mean, yeah. they are the, the, you know, whether it's the Office of Budget Responsibility here, the Treasury, whether it's the, uh, the IMF or OECD, whoever it is who's doing forecasts, the one mm. thing you know for sure, it's not just me saying that top forecast, they're never right. They're just a no. forecast. They tend to revise their forecasts, even, you know, what they think is going to happen this year or that year. They tend to revise these mm. things uh, within a few months. Uh, we have outperformed various forecasts that we have had yeah. in, uh, in, in recent years. Um, and there's no doubt at all the UK economy is is quite out of sync with other world economies. We came out of lockdown sooner. Mm. We were growing when other economies were not growing. Mm. Um, you know, but but now we're now we're doing badly when other economies are are doing better. Yeah. This we're told 
is down to various things that the government has done um, by the <laughs> oh, IMF. Oh, those dastardly politicians. Yes, those dastardly politicians. <laughs> um, but basically, you know, blaming blaming this on 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 you know high energy prices mm. and high inflation. High inflation down a lot to the fact that we're importing a lot of gas. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be seeing where I'm going with this on the net zero issue, guys. Um, uh, but also tightening of monetary policy, so the Bank of England raising interest rates and mortgages going up and all of that. Mm. Um, and also, of course, there's a little bit of let's put the knife in on Brexit. Yeah, I mean, of course, Brexit has to be in everything. It is you know, always at the heart of every sort of crisis and every issue is Brexit, um, which, you know, I mean, there is some truth in that because we haven't made the most of the Brexit opportunities because we have a government that probably doesn't really believe in it and a civil service that doesn't really believe in it and we Not still have really thousands it, it. it has thousands of eu laws still on the statute books and says oh it's going to take a bit of time to get rid of some of these because we're not really capable of doing our jobs so obviously there's always going to be a bit of that involved as well um as you say though it is just a forecast and you know economic forecasts are, are worse than almost any other kind of forecast frankly you know i think south park once did a joke about them where they you know the economists at the world bank or something sacrificed a chicken and threw it onto a roulette wheel to see where it landed to decide what their, their what their advice was going to be that's basically what it's it good is good away as any I yes mean... it's rune reading for half of the time um and it's you know <laughs> It's also entirely at the whim of outside events that economists have no control over at all, yeah. like one country invading another country. Yeah. I mean, you know, you can say you know, we're going to have a worse time than Russia. Well, Russia still has lots of very vital things that it exports to the rest of the world that aren't sanctioning yeah. it, which we don't because yeah. we are a net importer of yes. things. But, all, but also, yeah, oil and gas prices as a result of the Ukraine war have gone up. Oh, yeah. Oh, if you're a major exporter of oil and gas. Gazprom have had yeah. a great war. Yeah. That's the thing to remember. Also, the Norwegian Sovereign Wealth Fund but, has had a great time. Exactly. This. And this is the thing also. One of the reasons why we are affected, while our economy is massively affected, is this huge inflation, which mm. just cuts, you know, damages every economy and hurts everybody. Um, but they, they, they state this is due to our high reliance on liquid natural, natural gas imports. Now, there are two issues. One is we, we should have been fracking, so we wouldn't have to import so much liquid liquefied mm-hmm. natural gas um, from from America and elsewhere, Qatar. Yeah. Um, uh, but um, and, and we could have also been upping our production in North Sea, bearing in mind the Labour Party policy. Tories aren't much better on this, but mm-hmm. Labour Party policy is officially is to provide is to allow no new licences for any more exploration of of oil uh, and gas in the North Sea. I mean, you mm-hmm. see, I mean, can anyone work out how mm-hmm. that's going to end up? But 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 one of the main reasons why liquefied natural gas has gone up is because of these sanctions on mm-hmm. Russia, decision by but also because we are competing with other major world economies, particularly Germany, who been importing all their gas from Russia. Yeah. So even though we actually import, we, we would normally import much less, mm. uh, for, you know, not, not, not as much, I mean, certainly nothing like uh, what, what, what they're relying on, the price of liquefied natural gas has gone up exponentially mm. because of Germany's need to get it and other European nations, mm. and therefore they pushed up our prices. So, yeah. so even though we weren't relying on Russian gas, the fact that they were has caused a problem for us. Interest rates, now how much of that... I mean, I think everyone who's got a mortgage has noticed that uh, in recent months. How much of that is down to Kwasi Kwarteng and Liz Truss and their announcements? And how much of that is just we were always going to see 
um, interest rates going back up again. They've, I mean, they've, yeah. they've gone up in America. I well, Liz Truss wasn't Prime Minister of America. I think Liz Truss's uh, brief and unhappy tenure merely expedited the process. They were going to go up at some point, and it just happened to come in a slightly nastier, sharper way than people would yeah. have anticipated. But we have been, as it were, living beyond our means for a long time. Yeah. They were underpriced in. And, you know, it's this is the result, I'm afraid, of decades of bad policy. You know, you want to talk about, you know, the increase in cost of natural gas. Well, you know, this energy policy... At large we've been talking about for a very long time on this show and it goes back to things like investment in nuclear and as you say drilling in the north sea you know i mentioned norway just then they're they're exploring new oil fields at a time when the world is supposed to be going to net zero and green you know most oil exporters are still looking for for those raw materials because they understand they appreciate that those are the fundamental bedrocks no pun intended um of how you run your economy you know and you can link it back to all sorts of other things house building whatever whatever it is you want there will, at its core, be a decades-long government policy at its heart that has contributed to this reason. One of the very few things, actually, uh, one, of the, one of the things that's had the least effect, relatively, probably, is Brexit. Brexit is actually a very difficult thing to quantify. Yeah. It, it's, it hasn't it would, it really been be, in effect for a very it long would time. Be, yeah, it would be easier to quantify three years on. Happy Brexit to everybody. Mm. Um, it, it would be easier to quantify if it hadn't been that we, we exited and then promptly, well, we had the transition period... Um, if we diverge. Yeah, yeah. The 31st yeah. of December, 11pm, 31st of December mm. um, in, in 2020. So right in the middle of, of COVID lockdowns and, and all of that, um, we, we then saw the end of the transition period. So it is impossible to quantify what mm. happened to, you know, um, your, your, your Polish imported workers yeah. and, and what happens to the economy and the cost for businesses, given that... Most of the European economy was completely shut down at that time. Well, exactly. You take you have to add the pandemic into the equation, and you get bizarre takes. You do hear people saying that it's caused that Brexit's caused more damage to the economy than the pandemic. And you think, how on earth are you able to stack that up? And people well, look at, for insane. example, Sorry. well, of course, but lots of people seem to believe it. But the Polish thing as well. Lots of people turn around and say, oh, all of these European workers have left because of Brexit. And you think it it has nothing to do with the fact that the Polish economy is outgrowing the rest of its yeah. European competitors at a rate of knots, and these Polish migrants can now afford to have very good lives over there. Oh, it has nothing to do with but that also, at people, all. people, as, and as we saw in Britain, people went home. Yeah. When things, when crises like that happened, went people home, go back to their They were closer their to their homes. family. There were jobs, it turned out, and they were happy in their home country. Yeah. Kel surprise. Yeah, exactly. Um, it, it is going to be fascinating because you know that Brexit is going to be the thing that people are going to be talking about. And if people genuinely... I mean, when, when someone says that Brexit is the reason why our economy isn't growing this year, they are a dishonest actor. It mm. is simple. It is simple. And the reality is the IMF is a political body. Mm. It is. It's run by Christy Lagarde, who is, a, who is virulently uh, anti... Uh, uh, I mean, there's quite a lot of reasons why Christy Lagarde shouldn't be in that job. But anyway, I mean, you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, people with criminal convictions, we, we think should be in those sort of jobs, really. Just throwing that out there. That's French politics for you. Um, but but uh, we are in a situation where, you know, they, they the people who run this are, they're, they're the globalists, the internationalists, uh, pro-EU, pro-technocratic government decisions. So, of course, they'd have hated, like, you know, the Liz Trusses and the Boris Johnsons. And the and for all their faults, mm. you know, they were elected. You know, they were. Um, so, I mean, this, they, they always love an opportunity to put the boot in. And they have been wrong many times before. The only, only bit of good news in this, by the way, is that their predictions from the IMF for the world economy are actually now much better. They had predicted that this, well, one of the predictions only a couple of months ago, mm. was this sort of worldwide slump. Um, I think a third of the economy was going to be in recession. And again, that has a massive impact ability to buy exports and and, and the like as well. Um, So, uh, you know, 
the fact that they've they changed their their view well, yeah, within a lot the of that, months from the other countries. Mm. Well, a lot of that is because actually the war in Ukraine hasn't quite gone as it was expected, and also because the Chinese property market hasn't collapsed as it was expected. To and do. also because China decided Xi Jinping dropped his, uh, yeah. his, his zero COVID policy. Yeah, they decided to reopen, and actually they haven't had quite as many fatalities as they expected. Although you can There's never no trust you can never trust the figures when they come out of China. But their economy doesn't seem to be struggling as much. It still is struggling, but not as much as people would have expected it to. So. Again, lots of reasons, lots of interconnected reasons why things never maybe, quite go the way that economists maybe boldly predict. We shouldn't predicted. even bother with the forecast anymore. But anyway, <laughs> uh, there is reaction from the the Chancellor uh, Jeremy Hunt. Of course, it's all rather predictable. The breakfast briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from six thirty until ten. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.